you on Curiosity Stream. We've walked with dinosaurs. We've explored our prehistoric planet, and we were always told the same story. Extinction came from the sky. But what if dinosaurs survived? Amazing Dino World 2. Watch it now on Curiosity Stream. With monthly, annual, and bundle plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jeff Pelletier. The purpose of our podcast is a simple question. Why is Israel important? Over the next many episodes, my partner Neil Johnson and I will seek to answer this question. There are just barely over 14 million descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the world today, and about five and a half million of them live in Israel. The rest are scattered across and among the nations. For the sake of our podcast, Israel is both a country and a people. Welcome back, folks. This is Jeff Pelletier with Neil Johnson, and this is Israel, Why is the Middle East Important? And today we're going to do another installment about the battle for your mind. Neil and I are going to discuss this uh, today. We're going to talk about uh, is there a battle, how do we know there's a battle, and then we're going to talk about what that battle is and actually what's going on with that battle. Uh, Maybe you know this, maybe you don't. Maybe you feel like everything is okay. What we've noticed as we uh, look at the world around us is that things are not okay. There's lots of contention. There's lots going on. And and my question, you know, for myself is, is there a battle for my mind? And I I answer that question, yes. But then I ask myself logically, how do I know that? Well, the, the way I know that is that there are vast differences and challenges to what I think now. Way, words, are, words are being rewritten every day. New words are being created every day. Definitions are being changed every day. Every, every week there seems to be a new, a new word we have to understand. And, uh, and, and it's always a word that's for our good. It's like uh, more compassionate or more friendly or more accepting. Uh, and, and we're constantly changing our language uh, so that we uh, use different words for the same thing we've talked about before. And I noticed that change, and, and it's always for good. It's always for to be more kind or to, more, to be more understanding or to be more compassionate or, or whatever. But I look at it for what it is because a new word is a new meaning, and a new meaning is a challenge to the way I think, and that is a battle for my mind. So the next question I want to ask, and then we're going to, Neil and I are going to get into this because this is really important, is what's the point of the battle? Well, the point of any war is to win. That's the point of any war. The point is is to win the war. So the war about our mind, the battle for our mind, it has a meaning. It has an importance. And Neil, Neil has done great research to talk about what this is all about. And so uh, we're going to turn now, and, and we're going to we're going to address it, and we're going to we're going to discuss it. So, Neil, uh, is there a battle for our minds? There is a battle for our minds, Jeff, mm-hmm. and it's a never-ending battle. And we were told explicitly that you, whether you, you, all of us, mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. you, yep. everyone, yep. likes it or not, yep. 
we are in a battle in this realm. It certainly feels like it to me. So how do you know that there's a battle? What, what tells you there's a battle for your mind? Uh, very specifically what tells me, Jeff, uh, because you always ask very pointed questions to me. And what tells me is the Bible tells mm. me mm. there's a battle mm. for your mind. Inescapably, who would have thought? Clearly, who yes. who would have thought that the Bible would would say that there's a battle for our mind? Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. In your research, you did you know looked up things. You did research about the Bible, what the Bible says. Tell us some of the texts you found that that make it true for you. You talked about John ten ten a minute ago. Right. Well, uh, uh, as we uh, said before we started, we talked about this battle mm-hmm. and, and what we're going to try to uh, accomplish and achieve. Yeah. And the first thing that came out to me this morning was uh, Jesus very specifically in John 10.10 10, said mm-hmm. that the thief, the, the thief, thief, he calls yep. him a thief, yep. Yep. comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm. Well, he does come to steal because that's what, a, what we call a thief does. Mm-hmm. He steals but he wants to kill and destroy you as well. Mm-hmm. So if there's not a battle for your mind, how could a thief who just takes something from you sure. kill you and destroy you? Yeah. But if he can kill you and destroy you, spiritually speaking, Jeff, there are different ways of killing and destroying. There Jesus are. said you will die at the very first uh, uh, revolt against him by humanity uh, called Adam and Eve, Adam and Hava. Yep. And he said you will die and uh, the serpent scoffed and said, surely you won't die. Mm. But they did die. We died. We are dead in our sins, yes. as the Bible tells us. Yes. So that is one of the things that's happening today, as referenced in John 10.10, 10, that the thief came. He incurs. He makes an incursion in our realm to steal from us, to kill us, and to destroy us. So I was thinking about... Paul's writings, and uh, I, I have a verse on my phone. I can't remember the, the actual book it's in. It's from uh, Philippians. Thank you very much. I refer to it a lot, and here it is. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there's any excellence, and if anything is worthy of praise, think on these things. And this helps me a great deal because it helps me to set my mind right. Sure. Right? So why do I need to do this? Well, I need to do this, speaking personally, because my mind is being challenged all day, every day, as I go about my business, to not think about things like that. Correct. To, to see other things as better than that and to make choices that are not pure, that are not right, that are not lovely, that are not of good repute. I'm being challenged all the time. And when I make those bad choices, I start to die, right? I I become less alive. Uh, I I think right now of a drug addict, right, who starts making choices because it feels good, right? But then what happens is eventually he actually personally dies because that drug will kill you. I'm thinking fentanyl right now, right? It, it will, and the number of deaths occurring because of that drug is amazing, but people have bought into a mindset that it's good. Right. And it's killing them. 
Yes, and, and, and that is what happens when we are diminished, when we get off of uh, those uh, injunctions that tell us to fight the good fight and think on these things. Yes. It's not easy. Yeah. You yeah. are in, we are in, yes. I say you, but yes. it's the plural us. Yes. We are in warfare. Mm-hmm. And our enemy, unfortunately for us, never tires, yeah. never feels uh, like I won't show up today to deceive or kill or steal or 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 take from these humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't always have a conscious choice. Our conscious choice is, Lord, I believe, and just like the sick man, help my unbelief. Mm. I mm. believe. Mm. Uh, God, uh, help my unbelief. Mm. Both are true. Yeah. I do yeah. believe, yeah. but man, you got to help me believe. you got to help me do it. Yep. And it's easy yep. to get off of that idea of the battle for your mind because these opposing forces that we face are very real, they're very tangible, and they are unrelenting with trying to get you thinking something contrary in any way possible but to what does the word of God as reflected in the Bible, the writings of the Jewish prophets say. And the Jewish prophets told us, think on these things. It wasn't just like, oh, by the way, that'll be good for you, Jeff. It's, no, you are in a battle. You are in a warfare. This is serious business. Think on what's good, what's right, what's noble, what's correct, what's praiseworthy. Think about these things because the enemy would like to uh, derail you from thinking on these things, both for your own good and for the good that you will have for others if you can explain and tell them about the enormity of God and the goodness of God If you're caught up in a symptom, although very real, as we've discussed earlier, there's so many symptoms out there, news articles and others. If we get caught up in thinking about them, they ultimately lead us to the same fate that our forebears, Adam and Hava, faced when they said, oh, I will listen to what this serpent is telling me, and it will be okay. But it ultimately always leads to what we call, and what the Bible's called, death. You will die. In other words, you will be so diminished. And this has happened to so many people and probably to people you know, to people our audience knows. They were great, powerful, lovely people, basically controlled by their thoughts and their thoughts were continually negative. They were contrary to think on what is right, what is good, what is praiseworthy, praiseworthy, what is a good report, etc. God did us a tremendous favor when he created us. He gave us freedom Freedom to think, freedom to choose, mostly freedom to choose, and then he then he told us about the the uh, he told Adam about the and Adam and Eve about the trees in the garden, and there was a tree they could eat from any tree, any they could choose to eat from any tree except for one. Don't eat from that tree, because if you you'll die, right? And that began the thing that you just talked about. Looking to give back this holiday season? Donate to the Army Historical Foundation. For 40 years, the Army Historical Foundation has ensured our nation never forgets the sacrifices of those who serve. As the Army's nonprofit partner, the Foundation constructed the National Museum of the United States Army. The Foundation's work also extends beyond the museum's walls, restoring artifacts, touring historic battlefields, and remembering all we owe to America's Army veterans. Donate today at ArmyHistory.org. Where the serpent says, well, you're not really going to die, are you? 
not really going to die. Come on, that's his God. He would never actually mean that, would he? So, and that was the deception, and then the choice was made to do what was told not to do. The choice was free choice, right? right? And so we are born this way. So that's why the battle for our mind is so important because it's all about making right choices, not the choice that I want you to make or your parents wanted you to make. Or It's knowing for ourselves as free human beings what the right choice would be. And uh, it all comes up to uh, Israel. And I, I want to kind of turn to that right now to, to kind of bring this uh, together regarding that because everything that we just talked about that's going on, the battle for our mind, the advertising, the, the, the new words, the wokeism, it's all, it all has a point that leads to the destruction of Israel. It leads to that. So I'm, I'm reading from uh, something I just posted on our Facebook page. Israel, why is the Middle East important? You can go there right now and read this if you want to. It's great. It's uh, it's nine pages. I'm not going to read nine pages. I'm going to read a, a, a portion of it, a parshot, as they say, and then we can we can begin a process of talking about Israel and what how this all works together with Israel. So this is a, an article called "Setting the Record Straight." It's written by Alex Grobman, Ph.D. He's he's a Jew, obviously, uh, and. It's written July 9th, 2023. So it's recent, very recent. And it has to do with Palestine. Okay? So here's, here's, here's the way it starts off. He says, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. He said, this is a mantra or a motto that's being spoken to students in universities and in campuses throughout U.S., Canada, Australia, and Europe. That the Palestinians are viewed as an oppressed people that are poor, that are being enslaved by Israel and prevented from doing and living their, their, own, their own life. And, and Israel is to blame for this because is, there are these territories called the West Bank uh, where, where, that Israel in a war won that, that land and the city of Jerusalem as well, in that land. And uh, it's now, they're now called occupied territories. They're not called uh, part of Israel. They're like held in abeyance. They're not really part of Israel anymore, even though it goes all the way back to Genesis. And please go to our first five episodes to learn more about this. But uh, it was theirs to begin with, right? Okay, so it's from the sea... From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free is the mantra. Okay, and it is a call in the schools in, in, in right now for the total destruction of the Jewish state since the borders of Israel are between the Jordan River and the Mediterranean Sea. So in order for Palestine to be free, there must not be in Israel. That's the, that's, that's the point, okay? But nobody sees it that way. So eliminating Israel is exactly what the Hamas Covenant of 1988 proclaims in Article 11. It says, The Islamic resistance movement believes that the land of Palestine is an Islamic waqf, consecrated, consecrated means holy, for future Muslim generations until Judgment Day. It or any part of it should not be squandered. It or any part of it should not be given up. 
Neither a single Arab country nor all Arab countries, neither any king nor president nor all kings and presidents, neither any organization nor all organizations, be they Palestinian, Arab, possess the right to do that. Palestine is an Islamic waqf, land consecrated for Muslim generations until Judgment Day. This being so, who could claim to have the rights to represent Muslim generations till Judgment Day? So they're making a holy statement as if it were from God, which there's no record of in the Quran. None, zero, nada, zippo, all right? But they're making this holy declaration. And so the, the article goes on, how will destroying Israel be achieved in order to establish an Islamic state? Only through a holy war. Okay? And the uh, Article 13 of the Hamas Covenant explains why. There is no solution to the Palestinian question except through jihad. Initiatives, proposals, and international conferences are all a waste of time and vain endeavors. So we shouldn't be talking at all. We shouldn't be negotiating. The Palestinian people know better than to consent to having their future rights and fate toyed with. Anyone daring to sign away even a grain of sand in Palestine in favor of, an, of the enemies of God, which be, would be the Jews, who have seized the blessed land, which would be the Jews, should have their hand cut off. Okay? So I think that's pretty clear. It's not... This is in the, in, this is in the Hamas document, 1988... This guy's, this person is not making it up. But have you ever heard this spoken or read in any news report or any discussion about Israel and Palestine and the Palestinians? No, you don't fear, you don't hear a thing about it. Why? Because there's a battle for your mind. And what they want you to think is that the Palestinians are poor, hurting, oppressed people that, does, that don't have a place to live and they deserve this land because it's their land and the Palestinians you know, should, ha should have it. We also know that there's no Palestine nation. We also know that Palestine is a region. It's a geographic region like the upper Mississippi. It's not a state. Okay? We live in the upper Mississippi and Minnesota and Wisconsin and Iowa and you know, they're all part of the upper Mississippi, but we, you know, we don't live there. It's not a state. We live in that region, right? And we're not Mississippians. We're, we're who we are, right? So, Neil, I just wanted to bring this up because it so illustrates this battle. This is one of many that we face, uh, that article, uh, but... Uh, these kind of ideas get pointed out and pointed out and pointed out. Uh, the idea of the battle, however, goes to that very issue, which is what we are seeing unfolding today, the chaos, mm -hmm. the violence, yes. the upheaval. Yes. Uh, uh, this is what uh, the biblical sources said we would face and will face. Now, it's very disturbing to read truth, Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, juxtapose it with the lie. Yeah. The lie is easily yeah. and readily yeah. believed and repeated, yeah. just as you uh, yeah. read there in that article. But yeah. there have been great lies by Christiane Amanpour recently on yeah. CNN, yeah. where uh, I forget the rabbi and his family were his family were attacked and killed in a 
w- ambushed and shot, killed his young daughter and, and his wife yep. in an ambush. Yep. And Christian Amanpour said there was a shootout. A shootout like they were fighting each other. Like they were fighting each other, a shootout. It was a fair fight, and the rabbi lost. And the rabbi lost. <laughs> and uh, 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 in the BBC, a very well-known British journalist asked uh, Naftali Bennett, who was the former prime minister, mm. uh, recent prime minister, yeah. and she said, how is it that Israeli forces love to kill or find joy in killing or have no problems killing children? I, I, I read that. That was amazing and, and that now, she asked them that question. Now, what we're going to see for our purposes yeah. as a battle for the mind is more and more and more of that, where there won't even be retractions like, oh, I'm sorry, did that offend you? Well, if it offended you, I'm sorry, or I shouldn't have used those terms. More and more blatant accusations against Israel and its right. And this is the part of the battle for our mind. I have to interrupt you, Neil, because the very, very explanation, what was that lady's name? Uh, which one? Lampour? Christiane Amapour. She's with yeah. CNN. Okay. So when when she apologized, mm-hmm. what she said was, mm-hmm. I'm sorry if that offended you. If it offended That's you. not saying, I'm sorry I said that. Yeah. Right? Which is a real apology. Right. A real apology is, I shouldn't have said that. I apologize for saying that. Right. But she didn't say that. Right. She said, I'm, I, I'm not sorry I said it. But I am sorry that it offended you. And she also didn't say, and we can get stuck on this too, but she didn't say, uh, and I don't think that. Right, exactly. Right. So that's that's, an that's apology. That's the key, though, because she's saying she's right, but she's having compassion on the person who misunderstood it. But more people are being affected, and this is where a battle for our mind yeah. is going, is yeah. what are you affected by? Yeah. And uh, for our purposes here, talking to our audience, mm-hmm. and that is, okay, Scripture mm. that, that most of us that would listen to this broadcast claims to be in a at least some important element of our faith, yes. of our daily life. Yes. If it is more than that, or if it is even that, is that consistent with this never-ending barrage of uh, demonization of Israel, the people, the land, and the holy city? As though, like you were saying, there was a two sides fought a war that happened out of nowhere and Israel they happened to win and today they're mean to all of their inhabitants that aren't Jews first of all completely flies in the facts new on curiosity stream we've walked with dinosaurs we've explored our prehistoric planet and we were always told the same story extinction came from the sky But what if dinosaurs survive? Amazing Dino World 2. Watch it now on CuriosityStream. With monthly, annual, and bundle plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. 
in the face of all facts about the standard of living to the Arabs. I know. It's amazing. The, the place that Arabs can live anywhere they want. Anywhere they want. They can buy any home, any part of Israel they want. But Jews cannot do that. No. Jews are not allowed to buy or live in certain places in Israel, not even what's called the biblical heartland of Israel mm. that we today mm. call the West Bank, that mm. again, Jordan mm. attacked mm. Israel in 49. Wait, wait, you said that the West Bank is the biblical heartland of Israel? It's the biblical heartland of Israel, and that's what they call the West Bank. And and so, <laughs> folks, listen to this. Okay, so, therefore, naturally, the Israelites, I'm being facetious, sarcastic, shouldn't get, you know, they should give that up. And you should give it back. It's the biblical heartland. Biblical heartland. Say it one more time, Jeff. The biblical heartland of Israel, the West Bank. But they should give it back. Think about it. Should they give it back? It's the biblical heartland of Israel. It was there before, way before there were Palestinians. Way before there were anything other than... I mean, it's it's amazing. It's It's remarkable that anybody would confuse that but yet but yet it's being spoken of as occupied territory and should be given back it was never theirs so you can't give it back that's called the two-state solution that our present leader of our government in the u.s and around the world by the way but our present government thinks there should be two states which really means In this small geographic area, let's have a Palestinian state and let's have a Jewish state. And we all know where that will end in no time. First of all, the Palestinian state, as you just read, will immediately, as soon as it feels empowered or able, or with help from Iran, etc., that we've talked about before, they they haven't gone away and it isn't something you read about in in uh, the uh, uh, Old Testament uh, for Christians. Uh, we don't just read about, and they're no longer here. They're here today. Iran, they're called Persia, ancient Persia. It's the same area, the area of Elam, the Elamites. They make their appearance again. So all of these things come into this battle for your mind, and that is, how will you perceive what the news, what you're being bombarded with, says about Israel or or will I believe will I attempt to fight the fight which is I will do what the writings say in, as contained in the holy scripture mm. the holy writ mm. I will pray for the peace of Jerusalem yeah, right. I will stand in the gap praying for the peace of Jerusalem you know, you know so I, I, I want folks to understand something about where I'm at on this because I don't want people to misunderstand. And what I mean by that is this. I'm not against the people that are that they're saying they're ha- uh, Palestinian and that they want this and they want... I'm not against those people at all. I'm, a, I'm opposed to what they think. Not against them personally. I, I don't... I, I'm following what the older, more accurate rendering says, which is the Bible. And we did... We did, uh, you know, the first five or ten shows we talked about was building a case for why Israel should exist based on what the Bible says. I, I, I love any Arab person. I, I, you know, Palestinians or whatever you want to call them, they're welcome in, in, in Jerusalem. Nobody's, 
they're welcome. They're absolutely welcome. They they can go there, make a life, uh, prosper, and do. Uh, and it's wonderful. It's it's a great thing. But that's that's not what their leadership is doing. Their leadership wants to destroy Israel. Well, Israel doesn't want to destroy anything. Israel wants to live in peace. That's what Jerusalem is, the city of peace. That's what the word means. So I, I'm just, I just want it to be clear in, from me. I'm not against these people at all. I want their best interest. Anybody who knows me knows that I care about people and their potential and what they can become. And that's what I stand for. I'm not interested in destroying anybody. Yes, and, and that's a good point. But um, you, you have to understand when you're involved in this war, mm-hmm. when you're involved in this battle of this war mm-hmm. that we are in, whether we like it or not, mm-hmm. if you are against me, if you're not for me, yeah. you are against me. Yeah. So I don't care how many disclaimers any of us, and they, they're put out all the time. I don't care if you're not believing my narrative. Mm-hmm. If you're not yeah. for me, yeah. you are against, against me. me. Yeah. And so, therefore, yeah. uh, Israel has put out many times, many ways, how can there be judges? How can there be politicians? How can there be men of great stature that are Arabs mm-hmm. in Israel? How mm-hmm. can that be teachers? Yeah. Just every yeah. conceivable thing. Yeah. But no Jews in the Palestine Palestinian territories, as it were. Right. Uh, now, yeah. again, this is one of those areas where we can get off onto the historicity of how things occurred. But uh, the same way that the quote-unquote Palestinians like to say things like uh, the Jews are interlopers, they came here, they destroyed us, we were always here, blah, blah, blah. Well, we can trace historically that yeah. that's not true. They, not they true. came in after the Jews yep. came from European countries yep. and Russia and yep. started reclaiming the land. And there were opportunities to live a better life. Yes. And all the, uh, if you want to say, people who didn't have a great life in other areas yep. came yep. and they became yes. Palestinians. Yep. That term yes. wasn't even used until Yasser Arafat coined it in about the 60s for the Arab people. Wait, wait. 1960, so 70 years ago, he, Yasser Arafat coined the term he, Palestinian. As applied to the Arab inhabitants of what was sure. called since yeah. the Roman destruction Palestine. Got it. He applied it And the to Romans the are the ones who gave it the name, because the region the name. it's a derivative of yeah. Philistine. Philistine, that, again, right. Again, right. as an area that... Yeah. Yeah. That that's interesting and, and it's good for our audience to kind of get some background. But it's the fact remains: we are in a battle for your mind right. today. How right. do you perceive all of yeah. this misinformation, yes. half information, yes. disinformation, yes. as pertains to Israel? When the Bible, which is important to again most of our audience, yes. specifically tells us what we are to do and about Israel for our own good and it says you are to align with to pray for to be concerned about to 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 comfort them comfort comfort my people all this thing yes and and god himself in these scriptures and again it doesn't matter if you're a muslim it doesn't matter if you're a, a, a a person who has no faith but we're talking to people who they claim that the bible the writings, the Jewish writings through Old and New Testament are important to them. They tell us we are to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, 
the Lord never abandoned his people, as we've said before, unless he was schizophrenic. (laughs) And we know he's consistent. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And he said, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will restore from captivity my people, Israel. That doesn't do away with the Gentile believers. It doesn't do anything. But he's emphasizing in this one particular place, and there are many, many others throughout Scripture, Mm -hmm. through Moses all the way through Jesus, that talks about not if, but when. And we know there is an end day coming when this, what's called in uh, Luke, uh, the trotting down of Jerusalem by the Gentiles is over. Yep. It's done. It's yep. called the Olivet Discourse. Yep. You know this, Jeff, and it's yep. a very simple thing. They were sitting on the Mount of Olives, so they call it the Olivet, Olivet Discourse. Discourse. Yep. And he explained to them the time is coming when Jerusalem will no longer be trodden down. And that's why we read in Acts when the prophets, uh, when the, his disciples asked Jesus, is it at this time you're going to restore the fortunes of Israel. Now, don't ask me about why Jesus came then and is going to come again. That's not for this show, nor do I know the answer precisely. It's above my pay grade, as I say. Yeah. But the fact is we are constantly bombarded with negativity and hatred, uh, just outright unbridled hatred toward and about Israel that we see constantly on our screens. And, Jeff, the fact of the matter is it works. If it didn't work, we wouldn't have they corporations that spend right. billions. We right. wouldn't have had in recent history right. uh, Adolf Hitler's uh, uh, chief propagandist saying just bombard them with a narrative and eventually you'll get a huge percentage of the population who will believe what they see and read. So it doesn't matter if it's true. For our purposes, though, Jeff, if we claim these documents are most meaning, most meaningful to us, yes. more, more meaningful than anything else, the yes. documents, yep. the documents explicitly and plainly say over and over and over and over again, when Israel's restored, when you see it, they must be, they have to be. If they're not, all my plans for all of humanity are to not. And that is the battle. We have a very viable, powerful enemy who'd like to destroy it and thus hinder the plan of God or destroy the plan of God. And those of us that for some reason are compelled, we're, 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 we're told to pray that these things will happen. Why? I don't know. But we are told to mm-hmm. do that. We're mm-hmm. told there's a blessing if you mm-hmm. do do that. Mm-hmm. And that is the so this, all of this, all of this untruth, all of this change of understanding, all of this change of thinking, all of this change of language, all of this is a is, is an architected, planned out, personal, uh, not personal, intentional uh, uh, move to change how we think about what is right and what is not right, who is right and who is not right. And the goal of that ultimately is the destruction of the plan of God. And the plan of God, the central central core of the plan of God, revolves around the existence, as you just said a minute ago, of the state of Israel, of the people of Israel, the Jews, the existence of them, and it will not be prevented. It can't be prevented. Can't be prevented. 
but there's going to be horrible an attempt to do it. And what 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 does that attempt accomplish? Well, as many as possible will not be saved, right? It's the destruction. It's it's not that it's not that the plan of God won't happen. It's going to happen no matter what. But they don't. You know, the idea is to prevent as many as possible from not saying yes to 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 not. So they won't, you know, and and so, but God has a, a plan for all of that. He has a, he has a, a way to, to 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 make that happen. Our job, our job, is to fight the battle. And the battle then is how do you keep your mind, which is no yes. easy thing when yes. the shells are going off, yes. as it were, when I'm hunkered yes. down, yes. worried about my life, my family, my my offspring, my friends in a foxhole, as yes. it were. As it were, it's not easy. Yeah, but. Sometimes, as we talked before, you can get in an airplane on a rainy, gloomy, wet, horrible day, and you can feel rainy, gloomy, horrible yourself, and all of a sudden that airplane pops through the clouds, and you look around, and you see blue skies as far as you can see. Yeah. That is the reality of how God sees the end from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. It is yeah. blue skies. It will happen. However, However, we have a very viable, real, tangible enemy yes. who is bringing total destruction. We read yes. that as well. Yes. We're warned about these yes. things, so it yes. should not catch you by yes. surprise. Brethren, don't think that some strange thing has happened to you, yep. to quote the prophet. Yep. Don't think something odd and yep. one-off has happened. We are warned by Messiah himself that these things would occur. But in spite of that, Jeff, yep. the battle... The battle. The battle. Yes. How will I react yes. to Israel? And yes. Will I be swayed by yes. CNN, by the BBC, yes. by any other nightly yes. news? When right before us, right in front of us today is God's cosmic flare being shot up into the atmosphere saying, Look, just like I said, there's Israel. There is my ancient people, the Israelites, the Hebrews, the Ivri. The Jews living in that same spot. Look, just like I told you and warned you, there is the holy city being trampled on, being divided up, being fought over by the nations. And that's what we see every single night. So you really have to, again, put your head in the sand and say there is no battle for Israel. Because ultimately all of this, woke or whatever, devolves to does Israel get destroyed? And the fact of the matter is, all of it ultimately leads to the destruction of Israel, and thus God's plan for all humanity. And that's the idea. And, it, and so the question, folks, if you don't think you're in a battle, and if you don't think the battle's for your mind, I would, I would like you to think right now about the armor of God. Think about the armor of God. The helmet of salvation goes over your head. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace. These are all internal things, right? This is all about you as a person, right? So it's a battle for your mind and your soul. It's a battle for who you are. It's a battle for what you think. You know, the the, the, the sword of the spirit. So all of these things add up to a way of being and a way of thinking. And where do we get these from? We get these from the Word. We get these from the Bible. We also get these from understanding people who know more than we do and comparing what they say to the Bible 
It also comes from my experience when I apply these things. What is my life like? How do I feel? When I have the helmet of salvation on and the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness, when I put these things on, I am a different person. I am a better person. I am a more complete person. You know, and I think about the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Think about what that mind is like. That mind is like. And and it all comes together in the state of Israel. Paul says in Ephesians that we become members of the commonwealth of Israel. We're not Jews. We're members of the commonwealth of Israel. We're welcomed in as part of the nation of Israel. It's who we are as Christians. That's who we are. We're members of the commonwealth of Israel. It's just something for us to be aware of and and to think about that this is way more important than just talk. This has to do with the existence of Israel and the plan of God and the attempt to prevent it. Yeah, that's exactly right, Jeff, and uh, and that's what we have to keep in mind while we're fighting this battle and while we just go out and drive our car and, and everybody's aggressive and mad. We, we all understand something's happening today. We, we do. All Everybody knows it. that. Everybody's afraid. Yep. There, I don't know one person yep. who at some level yep. is not afraid. Yep. Even those who say, I'm not afraid, it's a protective mechanism yep. to not admit their fear or get in touch with their fear. But at the end of the day, Jeff, we are told throughout Scripture that eventually Messiah comes, that every man is dwelling in security and safely under his own vine and under his own fig tree, which is constantly referred to in the Bible as security, contentment, and peace. Those days are coming. Our days, however, are not those days. Mm. We are still in the battle. Mm -hmm. And as long as we can keep our mind... That is what we are fighting over. How can I keep my mind? And folks, the the, the truth is that none of us are ever consistently above the fray. All of us are in the fray. It's just before I go off the deep end and I become totally owned by my thoughts, Mm. which don't originate with me, I'm being Mm -hmm. bombarded Mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. And they didn't start with you know, some elected human leader either. They, right. they, the genesis of these is spiritual powers in high places, as Paul put it. Yeah. Uh, but the fact of the matter is we are coming to a day that says you will dwell securely, safely, and contentedly under your own vine and under your own fig tree and in safety. But the days we're in now are horrible days. We are transitioning into the days of tribulation. We are in at least the beginning stages, if nothing else, of the Hevle Shel Mashiach, the, the birth pains of the Messiah. We see that transition, and we can tell that's what's happening. And that is the battle for our mind. This has been a great discussion for this episode of Israel, Why is the Middle East Important? I look forward to how this continues to unfold As you can tell, Neil and I enjoy talking about the subject as it helps us to get to the root of the matter about God and why Israel and the Middle East are so important. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we would love to hear from you. Visit us at our home at Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? That's Spreaker.com. 
Israel, Why is the Middle East Important? And you can find us on Facebook using that same title. And you can email us at why is the Middle East important at gmail.com. That's why is the Middle East important at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. If you like what you hear, please invite your friends to the conversation. One thing Neil and I always say to each other is, I don't know. Because the only way we know is to not know. Once you have it all figured out, you stop learning. And that state of mind is what helps us to learn and grow. We invite you into that journey with us. From Neil Johnson and me, Jeff Pelletier, Shalom, and see you next time. Unbound has connected people like you with families worldwide on their self-directed paths out of poverty. A brighter future is possible for these families when we all walk together. Sponsor a child today and you'll help a family take the first steps on their path. Change their future in just one click. Start walking with your new friend today at unbound.org walk.